Hello and welcome once again to We've Got No Idea What We're Going to Say with Ben Simmons and Nick Murphy. The fear of not knowing what to say is less than the joy of being here with you. Well, that's one of the nicest things you've ever said to me <laughs> really at the start of one of these. I didn't know what I was going to say then, Where, which is kind of the premise of the show. Whereas you don't usually out and out insult me, you're just not normally that nice straight away. That was the nicest I've been to you in literally minutes Although, or months. I don't like to reveal this, the whole time we have been speaking, Nick has been stroking my thigh. Under the table. Why do you keep it over by me in a different house? I'm not in a different house. Don't try and make a joke. My own thigh, my chicken thigh that I lent you the other day. That would have been a funnier joke. Yeah, but it's gone now, so we should let it go. I've let it go. (laughs) You let it go. Released it back (laughs) into the wild. Released the thigh, and it flew majestically like a chicken does. That's such a brilliant start. I think all it remains... One of the best starts to a show we've ever done. Yeah, send in your comments on whether that is the best start to a show. Email in on the usual address, which is... Info at wgni.co.uk. It's also on the title page of the podcast site. We haven't said this for a few shows, but please email in. We don't get any emails ever. I've stopped being bitter now, but just... Do it sometime. I'm not bitter, I just like more emails. <laughs> Let's get on with the show. Yes, and excitingly, as ever, once again we have a guest, don't we? And more guests the merrier, I like to say. As has been the norm with Series 2, and it's an exciting guest because it's a young lady guest. It is a very young lady guest who's quite lovely, and two, I like to two touch podcasts, bottom. Yes, well, we'll get on to that in a minute. <laughs> two podcasts ago we had... Quite a famous man from being on TV. Yeah. I'd say the last podcast we had a less famous man, but someone who's still been on TV yeah. quite a bit. And this and one is the most famous. <laughs> <laughs> amazingly, this guest has still been on TV. She's on TV now, possibly. She's maybe in a Tesco's advert that you might be watching in a boardroom. Let's introduce her. Her, her name, name is the one and only Kylie Butler. Kylie Butler. Hey! Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm excited because not only is Kylie an amazing guest, but she's one of the very few guests that has actually recorded one of our radio shows never published. Now, (laughs) that was an experience. That was an experience. And you felt able to come back and do this sort of thing now. I certainly did. It didn't Um, scar you too much before. Not too much, but I must admit, it was, what, two years ago? At least, It took me a while to get over it. (laughs) I was going to say, now now you've heard us us go, do you think we've improved in those two years? (laughs) No. (laughs) How many showers did you have to have after that previous broadcast to get over it? Um, Quite a few. I will admit now that Nick has has stopped touching You think I wasn't there? And he's making advances at Kylie, but that's nothing new. Nick called me in his pants today can I just say why were you in this (laughs) (laughs) well let's never forget that I've genuinely been able to walk out of a room in Kylie's house wearing only a towel and say I'm naked in your house only to hear a grunt from her husband who was in the next room and could also hear me say that it was 20 past 6 a.m. Yes. So, right. I don't think that needs explaining, really. I think we should, I should let people I clearly, make up their I own clearly should have left 20 minutes earlier before your husband woke up. <laughs> what? <laughs> or you woke him up by calling her and telling us how loudly you're in your pants. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. So, I think we need to say that this broadcast is happening not too soon after Valentine's Day. Mm. But Valentine's Day holds a particular significance to one of the people around this microphone. Yeah, I've always been quite emotional about it. <laughs> oh, not me, no. And probably not. Nick, because he's usually single, let's face it. Although although he does fall in love with several people on the tube on the way back home, am I right? No, I think it's falling in lust. (laughs) No, it's true love. How many times have you fallen in love this week? 
Quite a few, yeah, actually. Yeah, really? just coming yeah, on the on the tube here was quite exciting. Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was at least a couple of girls I could have quite easily married. Kylie, are you familiar with the concept of smothy? No, have we what's ever that? told you about that. It's what's a word smoth? we invented, and we're trying to get it into everyday usage. Okay, where you're walking behind a girl. And you think yeah, she it must could be, be a gentleman if you were a girl, yeah, or if this you were is a homosexual a gentleman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so for me, you're walking behind a girl and you think, oh, she looks really gorgeous. And then you overtake her and look back. <laughs> that and makes really it isn't. sound really dodgy. <laughs> you overtake her. When, just say when you see her from the front. If you overtake her, it sounds like you're running around the front. So, hey, oh, she's lovely. That's, <laughs> oh. So then, does that make her a bit smothy? Absolutely. It's a word oh, right, okay. that we've, we've made up. Up to describe that someone who phenomenon. looks attractive from behind but is disappointing from the front. Right. I'm with you. Why did you start bringing up Smothy? I can't I remember. Can't rem- uh, were any of the women on the tube Smothy? Yeah, there was a very smothy woman in Golders Green today, but I genuinely you could sort of see her. She was wearing skinny jeans, boots, yeah. uh, long black hair, looked very attractive. But from the way she was walking, mm. I almost guessed she was going to be smothy. Well, see, and she turned thing. out to be really quite old and sort of obviously dressed up <laughs> I think in clothes that were too young for her. We invented that word about five, six years ago, and I genuinely think we're connoisseurs of smothy now. I mm. think, t- tell me, is the process of it smothing? Well, we've never tried to make it a verb, really, have we? No, we don't smoth, do we? No, you can't smoth. Are you, you find smothers? Out, no, you find out if someone's smothy or not. It's only an adjective. It's just smothy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's, yeah. But you can definitely, you know, sort of um, pick people out. And there's a levels of smothiness as well. And if I, I found the opposite today. I saw a girl that I thought was attractive and was expecting her to be smothy, and she wasn't. She was just attractive. Very good. What's that? We're going to need a word in the future to Attractive. describe that. <laughs> <laughs> That's already a word. Yeah. We, we basically realised there, was, there wasn't a word for this, this okay. thing of, of so you know, attractive. Is there, is there a, a website like smothy.com? Maybe the shoot. We'd have to set it up. I think yeah. you could set it up. Give us a couple of weeks because let's face it, we won't be doing anything else. And, uh, <laughs> we could we could really get that off the ground. Ah, sounds interesting. Watch this space for smothy.com. Have you ever invented a word? Invent it? Well, yes. Um, well, uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I can say it. It's, no, you no, can't. no. Um, it's an explicit content show. We mark it on iTunes. Do you? I don't know. If I can... Myself and my best friend Emma um, have a bit of a code for something um, which we call we we call people that we're not keen on for some specific reason scallies because right. on fast text when you write certain words in it comes up as scally. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah. I want to know what word comes no, to scally. No, no, you can't. They're a scally. But scally, the problem with scally, surely that's a word that's sort of been used to As scally wag, yes. Well, it's also, like, isn't it, Liverpudlians are scally. Mancunians. Mancunians, oh, I think right, you're right. Okay, well, it's like sort of chavy Mancunians are called scav, uh, as, scallies. As it's uh, Nick and Ben's code, it was, it was Callie and Emma's code, right. scallies. So you invented I'm not going it sort of a bit more. For whatever it means. <laughs> yes. We'll all be texting on our phones after this program. I heard that if that another word for cool now you can say like kids say oh that is so book precisely because of that people say that's really book because, because if you type it, cool into your phone you it book. comes up book ah. yeah so you say oh that's proper book and I have some people that call me Kylid <laughs> when you put Kylie in it comes up as Kylid or maybe they're just pointing out your eyelids maybe <laughs> Kylie is a girl with eyelids <laughs> Kylie. <laughs> or she likes Irish dancing, Kaylid, because it's spelt Kaylid, huh? isn't it? No. 
I'm really regretting <laughs> mentioning you, that. You really brought I the tone it, of this conversation <laughs> up. I thought it might make me look intellectual, not a tosser, and it hasn't. <laughs> no, oh. well, there's got to be some word for something you think is going to make you look one way, but when you actually say it, it makes you look a completely Smuffy. different... <laughs> Can I tell you what I discovered today? Please do. Milk and more. What's more? You're going to have to say more about Milk and Moore. Milk and Moore. I don't know what Milk and Moore I know Moore who Michael Moore is. Is that the same? <laughs> no, it's not. The milk and Moore. It's a website where you can buy your milk from your milkman, but... He does other things. He does other things. Like sexual well, favours. No, it's, it's <laughs> not Milkman and Moore. just tells com. you, just tells you how long Kylie's known me, but... <laughs> As the thought process was going on in my head to say something, before I'd actually managed yes. to make the sounds come out of my mouth, Kylie had said no. Smoffy.com, yes. <laughs> I'm starting Milkman and More. Milkman and More, you totally could. No, so what is the milk, more that Milkman so, does? So, um, more is things like um, juice, maybe Yog- some eggs, yogurt, yogurt yeah. bread, something like Have that. Have you not heard so, about what's that thing, um, supermarkets? <laughs> is it like you know how 118118 started off just finding your numbers and then they'll find you restaurants and now you can phone them up and say I don't know where I am where's the nearest place to whatever I think you're supposed to be able to ask them any question yeah I think and then now they've got that ridiculously yeah. broader subject matter maybe now they they could branch out to milk and more as well you can phone 118 and say can you get me a packet of hobnobs or exactly but in all seriousness what's the point of it in all seriousness it's it's going back to where your milkman used to come um, right. all the time and deliver your milk sort of every two three days so you yeah. can set up these online automatic deliveries and then if you're just short of some bread you can just add some bread to it or you can just add some juice or you can just add but isn't that pieces? the problem with if you're just short of bread or milk if you do it online it's never going to you won't arrive till the following morning just go to the shop well no but if you, if you, you have it set account, it up every you? three so days it and it's coming. fine but if, you're, if you find you're short of it it can't help if you, you get a lot of milk in and then you have a milk drinking party <laughs> you might be short of it but no, surely my, if I had a milk drinking party I'd invite you both <laughs> I'd be there with straws on with straws on anyway the really exciting thing about it is that wasn't the exciting that thing. wasn't even right. the exciting thing the more exciting thing about Milk and More was that I found an online code at moneysupermarket.com Ooh, good oh. website I like that fantastic we, we both like that yes Martin Money Tips to go on and get £10 worth of free, no minimum spend, food from Milk and More. And my milkman is coming on Friday. That is incredible. Do you think a few years ago, dairies and milkmen in particular were like, this is brilliant, no one's ever going to not need us. And then supermarkets got bigger and people started having less milk delivered and then they thought, what can we do to make people want milk delivered? Let's start a website where you can organise having milk delivered. (laughs) What's mental about that is that I recently read some of the James Herriot books and even that, he's talking about sort of, Round the time of the Second World War. Is it all creatures great and milky? <laughs> yeah. And scoffy. Scoffy? That's another new word. Oh, smuffy. no, smuffy. That's Sorry. better. <laughs> scoffy. Oh, that's a whole different experience. I can't go into that one as well. Oh, something about I tried to say something serious for one minute. Scoffy and into a Failed miserably. Scoffy is that word for when someone's tried to make a serious point and someone interrupts it with nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about James Herriot. He was, he was basically saying there's only a few sort of small farms left where they actually deliver, mm. and it was becoming a thing about big farms. And he was writing in like the early 1940s. 
You so like farms, don't you? <laughs> I don't have strong feelings <laughs> one way or the other. Don't you? No. I thought if you've ever lived in a big house with a lot of land, you I like used to farms. live next door to a farm. Did you like it? I used to go round and watch them killing small animals. That's actually <laughs> true. Terrible. I genuinely <laughs> used to have him, the farmer tell me when he was killing chickens and rabbits because I bloody loved it. As a child, that's what you enjoyed. As that a like, four-year-old. You were a bit happy. Well, I did other things, but that was like, genuinely one of my favourite things. He killed some animals in his own place. I didn't kill them myself. I just watched it. Animals. It was much more of a spectator. <laughs> You're a sport. death voyeur. Isn't that one of those sort of initial Sick signs fantasy. of a serial killer, like maiming small animals as a child? I think if you were doing it, yeah. then I'd no, I, I never actually performed it. This was a farmer doing it to sell meat. But you were a spectator. But, but I did it's bloody funny, though, because you've grown up to watch serial killers kill people, haven't you? Yeah, it reminds me of that guy who was found dead in a bowl of Rice Krispies. <laughs> did he go snap No, he'd been. No. It was the work of a serial killer. Hey! <laughs> yeah, but if he'd have been killed, was it just luck that he fell into the bowl of Rice Krispies? Because <laughs> maybe the killer didn't plan it. And the bowl of Rice Krispies, did its milk come from milkandmore.com? Well, if you had ordered a certain amount of milk and you'd had to try and fill a bath with it, you'd have wanted to go maybe actually put in an extra order or even go to the shops as well. So it does have a purpose. <laughs> you'd have needed a six-pint. Yeah, bath, you definitely would. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. Well, my bath is only a six-pint bath. You learn something every day. <laughs> I haven't yet. Yes, today. Thankfully, there's quite a few hours left at this day. One thing we haven't mentioned, considering that this podcast was sort of set up with the basic principle of advertising our improvised impro show, yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually doing an impro show tonight, the three of us plus mm-hmm. two we're other people. We're on the verge of doing one. Yeah. We're, we're actually sitting on the stage. This is an outside broadcast from the Miller Pub of Lon- uh, London Bridge, and we're sitting on the stage right now. I'm very excited. I kind of forgot to mention the excitement mm. of that, because we've broadcast from the New Players Theatre in Charing mm. Cross, we've broadcast from the Assembly Rooms in Derby, We've broadcast from your bedroom. Wickford Studios, Golders Green Studios. In dirtier times, we broadcast in Yeovil. Yes, we did. (laughs) But, um, yeah, this is quite exciting. We're actually on stage. Yeah. That's that's the excitement of it. There's five of us. We'll be on the same stage at 8pm. Unfortunately, this podcast won't be going live before the show, so it won't help our audience figures. No, but come next month. <laughs> yes, Middle definitely. of March, third Wednesday of March. Third Wednesday of March. I think Possibly it's actually, the 16th. It's the 16th, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Because we've got 28 days. Yes, it'll yes, be the 16th makes of March. Complete matters. Good 8 memory. 8pm, London Bridge. Be there, or else be somewhere else. So Johnny, last last week, our last podcast, he was from the Impro Group, although he's not appearing tonight. Yes. So we've got uh, the three of us. Yes. Who else we joined by? Jane Colner. Jane Colner. My mop, my, uh, the bucket. No, I'm the bucket. The Don't mop. Call, the mop to my bucket. You call Jane Colner a bucket? No, yeah. she's the mop. <laughs> we mop a bucket. Right, you mm. should be a double. <laughs> she's and, the mop um, to my who bucket. clean people's house. And also Rosalind Blessed, who we've also had in a She'll previous podcast. We absolutely have. From the ladies' toilets of the new place. We've never had our keyboard player Paul Ayers in a podcast, have we? No, it's, it's a sad show, though. What a oh. sad show. It's Paul Ayer's last show with us for Is the foreseeable future. It won't Not necessarily, but like as a permanent member of well, the team. Can I just explain? He's been a bit inconsiderate, really, there, because we've got shows coming up every month for the next few months, and he's 
blooming gone and had a baby? He's had several now, hasn't he? He's not had one quite yet. Well, he's got two. He's on a third on his way. I was going to say, he's had a few. He's taking maternity leave. Paternity leave. Not maternity leave. He's giving birth and stuff. He can still take maternity leave. Paternity leave. Maternity leave. Let's not get into a whole... Scuffy. He's taking scuffy leave, isn't he? I like to call it maternity leave. Milk and more maternity. Dot com. Maternity and more. The mum gets time off and the dad. More commonly known as paternity, but we won't dwell on it. Anyway. Every time you, one of you says Milk and Moore, I just think of Michael Moore now. It's ridiculous. In my head, I've had several images of Michael Moore. And now he's taking his clothes off. Oh, don't get rid of that image. Don't <laughs> do anything with milk. Time. Don't do anything. Have you ever milk. seen the Michael Moore like documentary films? I yes, I have actually. I really haven't. Yeah, um, I think they're very good, especially Colin the ones Columbine. Columbine, yeah, yeah. I saw um, Fahrenheit 911. Yes, he saw did. that one. Fantastic. Well, I did I that after one about the sort of, Yeah, I used to have that as well. I didn't have it during 9-11 though, that would have been inappropriate. I remember the only reason I got Fahrenheit was literally, and I was so annoyed, because this girl I I was really attracted to when we were in Huddersfield suggested that Fahrenheit was a really good smell. And there was like a group of two girls and three blokes, we all used to hang around together. She went, I love the smell of Fahrenheit. And because I was working that night, I couldn't go to the shops. The next morning, the other two blokes turned up with Fahrenheit. I was like, oh! Is there a very similar fragrance that, to all intents and purposes, is exactly the same, but differently packaged, called Celsius? Or Centigrade? Uh, everyone else has left the building. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're back. They're back. It's all right. oh, We're here. We're here. Silence. Tell me, did you love the girl in Huddersfield? I very much oh, did. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't surprise She me. was possibly the first one I could say I actually sort of had feelings of being in love with. I'm very impressed. Tell me. We never quite got together though. A few snogs, that was as close as we ever oh, got. That's enough information. She might <laughs> listen to this podcast, so I'm slightly worried now. Has. She's married. What's his name? James, James Kynaston. Has he been in your podcast? James Kylid. Oh, <laughs> yes. I think we should point out that James Kynaston is our impro show mascot. Mascot. Yeah, thanks for finishing yeah. my sentence. <laughs> um, he's a small brown bear. Yeah. Yes. Shall I go and get him? Yeah, perhaps you should. It'd be nice for him to carry on while I go get him. This is unprecedented. Will. Nick's getting up from the my microphone and uh, he's going to get James Kynaston, who. I can't believe there's going to be two guests when they were expecting. <laughs> we thought it was just going to be Kylie, but it's Kylie and Kyniston. Unfortunately, I think we're going to see that James Kyniston is a foul-mouthed little bear. <laughs> he certainly oh, is. No, yeah. I invited the wrong people into our little group, our clean, nice group. All right, you bastards. Oh, <laughs> <there he laughs> James, please. It's all right, explicit content. I know it's We've explicit content. Thank fuck for that. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the James. down. We've been quite reasonably well-behaved. It's not the time. Let me see. Let me just do a little test on him. Hold oh. on. I'm just gonna do look you test up your tits? I'm just going <laughs> to... That's disgraceful. I'm just going to do a little test. So I've turned Why have you him, turned him away? I've turned him away from me. She's going to do me from behind. No, I'm not going to do you from behind. I've turned <laughs> him away would. from me. Now, from behind, you know, he's got a lot of nice... Oh, it's nice colour. Oh, it's brown. I see what you're doing. It's fluffy. She calls me yeah. fucking smothered with a slapper. It's it's round. It's cute. Like he's got two little ears, and um, they're sticking up in the right direction. They're I'll not odd. Else that's sticking um, <laughs> a, a fluffy little tail. Now from the back, you think I this is my leg, don't you? Shut up. I would say he looked like quite an attractive bear. So I'm just going to slowly turn <laughs> him round to say. I don't think you can call him Smothy. He's very attractive from the front. Thanks, I'll fuck you later. No. <laughs> I think we need to get rid of James Yeah, Kynaston. We should right. clarify that James Kynaston, you won't answer if you only call him James. Okay. No, he only answers to James Kynaston, don't you, James? 
Sorry, don't you, James Carniston? Yes, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad so, he's made nothing. Anyway, appearance. thanks for coming in, James. We'll Fuck just off. send yeah, you out. Thanks, James. He All was right. a bit smothy. All right. Well, Sorry, James. Well, there you go, James <laughs> Carniston. Well, then. upsettingly, Kylie, we've got less than half a minute left of the show. Oh, my goodness. How do you feel about the recording and what are your thoughts on how you've grown it as a person? Always a chore, never a pleasure. I <laughs> think, and I don't say this lightly, say that and it's in no way, this is in no way intended to offend any of our previous guests. You're one of our guests that's the easiest to talk to. I Yay! Think. Over to Nick Murphy to sum up. She's also the easiest to grab the buttocks of. Which oh, hey. There you are. <laughs> happened right so, from me, Ben, and Kylie, this is, we've got no idea what we're going to say. So we'll see you later. Bye-bye. I may fuck off.